Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine app. So for today's podcast, we're kindly joined uh, by Benoit Marzouk, who is the co-founder and CEO of Bitcoin Point. Benoit, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Uh, thanks very much for having me. So th- this is a, a podcast that I've been looking forward to doing since I learned about it last week, uh, in particular um, because of the nature of Bitcoin Point's business and what they're trying uh, to achieve and of course, um, anybody following financial markets at the moment uh, will be aware uh, of the volatility that we're seeing in uh, in Bitcoin. And it's going to be an interesting discussion to see what Bitcoin Point are doing uh, to tackle some of those issues that, that we're seeing being raised, which is causing this volatility. So, Benoit, before we let, we're going to discuss Bitcoin and, and the price movements we've, we've seen. But before we do that... Um, can we just go a little bit into Bitcoin Point and what and what you do? I mean, one of the reasons why you are speaking to us today uh, is because you're currently crowdfunding on Crowdcube. You smashed through your target. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you've raised about 230% of what you set out to, to raise. So you're well over your target there. And there's about two weeks left on that uh, uh, that campaign. So uh, before we go and delve into, into Bitcoin in, in, in more detail and what's been happening there... Um, could you give us a brief introduction to, to yourself uh, and the company, please? Uh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> so um, I, I studied quantitative finance. Uh, I was a, a trader for, for nine years, uh, mainly at Credit Suisse in, in London. Um, so <clears throat> just prior to Brexit, um, my job got moved to Dublin and I thought it was the right time for, for me to 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 start into a new venture um so four four years later i mean uh, i created a bitcoin points um it's um it's it, it, it's the idea was um it came to me when i was struggling to to open a, an account on an exchange so as a french citizen and a uk resident uh the the, the, the exchange wouldn't let me open an account and uh, i saw the, the rise of the the Bitcoin ATM in London, uh, that was 2016. Uh, so I thought, what about creating some kind of uh, Western Union of, of cryptos and allowing uh, uh, agents and merchants to uh, be able to buy and sell <coughs> uh, Bitcoin? So um, we created the company uh, in 2017. And uh, just prior to the first lockdown, we had around 25 agents uh, with uh, a decent turnover of £220,000 uh, monthly. Uh, during the lockdown, we had uh, we added a feature for our customers through open banking. We were actually the first uh, crypto exchange to implement open banking uh, for, for customers. So they were able to buy instantly by connecting their, their bank account uh, Bitcoin. Um, the one another service we added end of last year was uh, allowing uh, the cash on ATM to to withdraw cash so to sell Bitcoin and withdraw cash, and uh, the next uh, service we're implementing uh, in the next days uh, will be uh, to enable um, 
a network of 27,000 point of sales in the UK to be able to, so you can buy Bitcoin at the corner store basically anywhere in the UK. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. So there's a number of things that I've picked up from um, sort of looking through the details of the company. One thing that struck me is this is a particularly easy to use app. Um, And obviously uh, one one of the main things that, that I saw as well is the, relatively low cost of the of the transaction um compared to some of your co- competitors out there and that's something that we can discuss a little bit more as we go into uh you know the, the investment proposition for, for for the company but a lot of people listening to this benoit will be very interested to hear uh about the the bitcoin market i mean we're coming in um, recording this on, on Monday after a weekend of very high levels of volatility uh, within uh, the Bitcoin market. When we were trading at one point this year above 60,000, uh, I think we dipped down over the weekend to trade uh, at around sort of 32,000. So so a big yeah. drop there. Yeah. Um, I mean, in your view, Benoit, what is driving these current prices in uh, in Bitcoin? And what do you feel the outlook's going to be going forward? Uh, sure. I think it, it can look scary for for a, you know new investors, uh, but the truth is that it's it's a classic uh, feud so fear, uncertainty, and doubt in in usual Bitcoin cycle. And actually, uh, there was some very interesting uh, data f- compiled by a company called Portfolio Insider uh, with Coin Metrics. And uh, long-term and experienced holders, so people who have been holding uh, Bitcoin for a long time, are not selling at all. And uh, I think while while media are kind of focusing on on news uh, about Elon Musk and or even China um, <clears throat> thing that uh, financial institutions couldn't trade cryptos, but that actually was a statement from 2017. They reiterated. Um, I think. The, the, the investor shouldn't be too distracted by this noise and the true worry, and I think you covered it in a, a preview to post postcast, was, is really about inflation um, and the impact of the, the massive monetary stimulus we've seen, uh, uh, the unprecedented uh, we've seen in the UK and in the US, you know, so one, one dollar out of four have been created uh, the, last, the last year, so I think that's the the main factor, the inflation. Okay, fantastic. I mean, one of the things that we have picked up on previous podcasts where we've been discussing um, Bitcoin is the environment that we're in now where there is potentially um, sort of more and more interest coming from the the mainstream uh, financial institutions. I mean, as as it becomes mainstream, people are obviously using it more from a consumer level. That's obviously attracting, uh, you know, the interest of the bigger banks. I mean, we saw a lot of the big Mm -hmm. banks, um, you know, at the beginning of this year saying they would start to offer it out to clients, whereas three or four years ago, they were completely right. writing it off. Um, I mean, one of the things that that's really took my interest is some of the noises and sounds that were coming out from from central banks um, and you know the potential um, for um, digital fiat currencies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, would you be able to tell us a little bit more about central bank digital sure. digital currencies and, and what that means for um, the crypto environment going forward? Sure, uh, Jonathan. So uh, one point I forgot to mention uh, about your previous question is that Bitcoin 
um, has been up by over 260, uh, yeah, 260% or so almost 3x uh, since uh, for the last 12 months. Uh, and it's progressing by 200% per year on average uh, over the past year. So we, we can't say it's a bubble, you know, bursting every, every two or three years. Yes, it's volatile, uh, but uh, it, it's not going to die uh, anytime soon. And uh, in, in regards to, 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 to central bank uh, embracing um, now uh, this digital currency, which so CBDC, central bank digital currency, is directly inspired by, uh, by Bitcoin and, and uh, blockchain-based technology, right? Um, so I think when they kind of starting uh, this, this uh, China was the first, was a bit to compete, right, with, with existing uh, cryptocurrencies. And, uh, and yeah, the Chancellor uh, Rishi Sunak um, was, was kind of clear on the, on the potential benefit for the UK, um, you know, bringing a more resilient payment. Um, and, um, but I, I don't think it will ever compete with, with Bitcoin, uh, because it's a, it's a completely different usage. Uh, so the advantage to answer your question at the macro level of, of CBDCs, so, um, it, it, it's a very powerful tool uh, for, uh, for, for a central bank to, to monitor uh, flows. And uh, for example, let's say the pandemic can inject cash way faster than going through commercial banks to ultimate uh, consumers. Um, and um, uh, also, um, I mentioned it in, in the payment where uh, I think 90% is controlled by uh, Visa and MasterCard. Uh, Mastercard also uh, on the company running fast payment and backs. Uh, I think it is it, great for the UK to have this uh, this Bitcoin as we as we might call it in the future. Um, but I think that said, it's ultimately good for Bitcoin. Why? Because um, it will be very easy to swap between um, the different blockchain, right? And you don't need. Um, like a commercial bank, which is for now the main uh, on-ramp access for Bitcoin. So let's say you want to buy Bitcoin, you, you open an exchange, you open an account on an exchange, right? And you you send a bank transfer to, to your exchange. So imagine now you have the digital um, pounds, uh, you'll have an exchange or DEX, a decentralized exchange, maybe we, we're going to cover uh, the DeFi sector later on. Uh, to to just convert and 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 accumulate uh, Bitcoin digital gold. Why? Because Bitcoin, its momentum will never be um, repeated, in the sense that uh, it's a limited uh, supply. Um, the the production is the uh, inflationary, so it's um, um, in ten years or in twelve years, ninety nine percent of Bitcoin will be uh, fully mined. So the the, the, the the production is uh, is deterministic and it's reduced. Um, and again, there's not um, like a, like a company behind, or there's not even like a like a funding team or or, or emblematic uh, founder. Like uh, for example, we have uh, for Ethereum with Vitalik Buterin. Uh, it's really fully decentralized, and no no entity uh, has more than. Uh, a half percent of Bitcoin of the of the Bitcoin supply, so that's what is really really interesting um, compared to to digital uh, currencies uh, 
made by uh, central banks. Okay, fantastic. Just one other point here, and you did mention it there, uh, with, with the DeFi uh, sector, decentralized finance, which is something that you're very much uh, a part of with, with your business, and of course, the, you know the uh, the entire um, crypto environment is part of this uh, uh, DeFi movement. I mean, for people that aren't familiar with the term DeFi, decentralized uh, finance, Benoit, would you just be able to give us a little? Uh, breakdown of what that means, how it's progressing, and where Bitcoin Point is fitting into that. Uh, yeah, sure. So um, uh, the DeFi sector, it's based the, the idea of replacing the, fi- the different financial systems uh, through cryptocurrency um, in a decentralized way. So um, uh, basically, you can pledge as collateral uh, a crypto and, and, and borrow money and that's all um, managed by smart contracts, uh, which means uh, that you have to trust the code, right? But you don't have like a centralized uh, uh, entity like a clearinghouse or uh, who, who, who's in charge. And it's kind of trustless. It replaces the trust. And, and that will be um, like a tsunami in the, in the financial sector. Um, because it's not um, more efficient for settlement, which is a, already a massive thing. Uh, it 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 removes the idea of uh, of uh, intermediaries, and um, and that's actually all the ma- modern finance is based on uh, on on trust at the at the moment. So you you prefer to trade on an exchange, right, like Nasdaq or or. or or the Jones because you trust the exchange. Uh, it's better than doing a, a, a OTC transaction over the counter transaction. But if you have this kind of uh, code uh, uh, that is doing the exchange for you, it's, it's even better. Fantastic. So, I mean, Benoit, you're, you're focused on Bitcoin. Of course, the name of the company suggests that in, in Bitcoin Bitcoin Point. Now, I mean, very sort of basic, you know, for, pe- for people that are um, sort of listening to this, maybe not familiar with the company or, or, or sort of Bitcoin ATMs, how they work. Um, you're, you're able to go up with your app, take a code, put it into an ATM um, and then take uh, what you'd have in, in your Bitcoin wallet out as, as cash. So that's obviously very much playing in uh, to this DeFi uh, movement where you're um, not being part of uh, the, you know the, the traditional mainstream fi- financial system there, um, but you've chosen specifically Bitcoin uh, yes. to do this when there's hundreds of other uh, cryptocurrencies out there. Why specifically have you decided to focus on Bitcoin uh, for this business model? Um, so f- uh, even if um, you have a very interesting uh, and many, many interesting uh, other cryptos and, and uh, projects. So we mentioned DeFi, which is mainly on Ethereum. You also have the Binance Smart Chain. Um, I think Bitcoin is really the gate to enter to crypto because there's really this global presence. In any country in the world, you have um, local traders and the, the, the adoption is, is growing and even if other cryptos uh, are taking more importance, Bitcoin is still 45% of the market cap of cryptos. And once you have access to Bitcoin, uh, it's going to be very easy with DeFi to 
to kind of swap, to convert, or to exchange into any any token. That's the beauty of it. Bring uh, so once you bring this access to Bitcoin uh, with DeFi, you can easily uh, you will be able to to swap it instantly uh, against. Other token. That's why we were really focusing on Bitcoin uh, at the gates to enter crypto. And now the, the main challenge for many people is still the access, right? Um, so of course for you and me, it, it's not. It's now it's becoming quite easy, I would say, to open an account uh, and 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 buy some Bitcoin. Uh, but um, in emerging countries and uh, for the unbanked. Or for non-tech savvy people, for like more senior people, it can still be a challenge um, to open an account on a crypto exchange. And we uh, made a like an app where you can, in one click, you can buy Bitcoin. So at the agent or uh, through open banking, that's the idea. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Benoit. So I want to move on now, um, specifically to some of the details uh, of, of Bitcoin Point, the, the company. And the details of your current Crowdcube campaign. So, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, you had an initial target, uh, £100,000 to raise, um, smashed through that, um, now raised 232 and you still have, uh, at this point in time, 70, 17 days left on the the campaign there. So, plenty of time for people to get, uh, get involved uh, with, with this. Would you be able for people that are that are looking at this and just sort of wanting to know where you are as a, as a company? What what are some of the key milestones and achievements that you've had to date so far with Bitcoin Points? Yeah, sure. The the, the key milestone uh, is that we performed uh, two, over twenty two thousand transactions for the past uh, three years, um, and um, the very big new step uh, we'll implement in, in the next days uh, will be this point of sales uh, uh, cash in uh, uh, feature uh, and and with this partner we signed uh, we'll have 320,000 uh, locations globally uh, so, so we really start with the UK um, as, uh, as the first country uh, where we really uh, uh, get the experience and uh, and um, know the how to know uh, the sorry <laughs> the savoir-faire in French I would say uh, and um, and yeah but the big thing is countries like Nigeria like uh, Latin America uh, where basically people don't have bank accounts um, and you can give them access to to, to, to digital uh, money is uh, uh, it's 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 amazing. It's really a game changer because um, banks are not interested to 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 open bank accounts for these people who who own less than I don't know ten thousand a year, right? Yeah, um, and, and that's the, the the big disruption that Bitcoin is bringing. You know, it opened the gates to uh, all this digital money where it's as easy as creating an email address. And then you can receive and send money anywhere in the world. It's permissionless. Um, so it's really, um, I like the analogy of, uh, of the email and the internet, you know, in terms of penetration, I think it's around, there's around 100 million or maybe 200 million people who already are involved into crypto. That's maybe the, the internet penetration in 1997. So I'm old enough to remember these days and 
yeah, it was already a big thing to to have like a, like a connection at home, you know. Indeed. So, Jude, I just want to just want to simplify uh, what you said there. So, my understanding is, um, you know, you're obviously discussing about Nigeria and India, and and I know, and this is something that we've discussed on, on previous podcasts because it's, it's it's a huge theme uh, in terms of the number of people that don't have bank accounts, but these people. Um, have a huge access to, to, to mobile phones. Um, so they could go in with a, a mobile phone, not have a bank account, um, and there's going to be a potentially 320,000 locations around the world where they can go in with your app, with Bitcoin on it, not have a bank account, and buy their groceries for the week. Is that correct? Um, so they, they'll be able to to buy it. So see it as a... Um... Like a, like a, like a bureau de change, like a, like a FX. They will give their local currency, and they will hold uh, Bitcoin. Uh, and we created a, a simplified uh, Bitcoin online wallet where we don't charge a network fee. Uh, and once they have this Bitcoin, they can send it to any other blockchain wallets uh, in the world. And also, we'll have this DeFi feature where they can they'll be able to to convert uh, it into another crypto. Uh, so it's a game changer for uh, for anyone who for the unbanked, and that's I think 1.7 billion people globally. Interesting, interesting. So I mean, what, what does this look like for for Bitcoin points, uh, Benoit, in terms of your growth and and your outlook? I um, mean, what does it mean for for you in terms of um, you know potential growth figures? What does the entire market look like, and, and where do you see? Um, Bitcoin point fitting in and how much of this market um, do, do you think that you could capture? Yeah, sure. I mean, in terms of turnover, you know, with around 20 agents, we were doing a six-digit figure. So imagine when we have hundreds of thousands of agents. I'm not saying we'll, we'll do as well as, uh, as the prime location we had in, in London. So we had a Bureau de Change in Notting Hill and but um, that said, uh, yeah, it's a very niche market. Um, and, um, you know, like the, there was the, the rise of uh, Bitcoin ATM. Uh, I think now it's around um, over 10,000 units of this Bitcoin ATM. So it's mainly in the US, but they're growing everywhere. And we can be more competitive because we're only a software company. Um, so we don't have all the logistics. Uh, with all this kind of bulky uh, machine. I don't know if you've seen one, but it's, it's, it's quite big, this Bitcoin ETF. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so we're leveraging existing network. Um, and uh, yeah, the idea is really this kind of Western Union of crypto uh, and on-ramp, off-ramp. Uh, because why I really, really believe, you know, Bitcoin will be a, a global thing um, uh, and like a standard. Um you still need to to facilitate access, right? Access uh, to buy, access to sell. So to to sell, we had the the, the cash zone. Uh, so it's Cartronix, the company uh, network in the UK, and and now to buy as on ramp, uh, we'll have a point of sales location. Um, so that's um, a, a big game changer. And once you know people try uh, to buy uh, very simply at at the corner store, then they can also try online by by linking their bank account so it's extremely simple um so yeah lovely thank you i mean ju- just um to finish off here a few points benoit on on 
the, you know, the crowdfunding campaign specifically. Yeah. Um, you're obviously raising funds and, you know, investors that are looking uh, for companies such as yours are always interested to know what the plans are for funds raised. Um, so, I mean, would you be able to give us a little bit of detail on that in terms of uh, what your plans are going to be um, for the, the cash that you receive through this crowdfunding campaign? How is that going to push the business forward? And also, you know, just looking out sort of three to five, ten years on, on a corporate level, where do you see the, the sort of company going in, in terms of growth and, um, you know, any potential exit or, or next steps for, for Bitcoin points? Um, yeah, sure. So uh, we choose to do a, a crowdfunding campaign in, in the same spirit of democratizing the, the investment for for small investor. Uh, you know, the idea of being inclusive. Um, uh, because yeah, it's if you don't have a bank account, you, you can't you can't you can't use Coinbase. You can't use all the the other uh, similar uh, app, right? Um, so. Uh, the usage of the, the money, so <clears throat> it's um, it will be one part will be for for the development team. Uh, a big part will be for the marketing because um, we really focus uh, and we you know step after step, step by step, uh, we implemented features. We improved this unique platform for the last three years, uh, and, and now we. We're out there, you know, to 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 kind of market our our product um, as we had really good traction so far, and of course to accelerate in terms of biz dev to do one new country every three months. So that's the target. Um, so that's really uh, the usage of the of the of the funding, um, also the legal part as well. Um, now the the idea in in three years is really to be uh, like a, a global company and have a million of uh, of location and a half million of ATM uh, and um, the potential exits uh, would be um, so the acquisition by uh, another global company uh, so for example you know Binance the Chinese exchange uh, is doing 30 to 40 acquisition uh, a year um, or a potentially uh, an, an IPO. Um, who knows? Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Thank, thank you very much, Benoit. So, ju- just as some notes for uh, people listening that want them to find out some more details about the the campaign and indeed um, Bitcoin Point, do check out the notes to this podcast. Um, you'll be able to find a link through to the page on uh, on Crowdcube. So do check that out. Um, there's also going to be a link in there through to the Bitcoin Point website. So you can have a look at the app, download the app if you'd like to use it, see how it works. Um, you know, even go out to an ATM and, and use it. You'll find all the details in the notes how to, uh, how to do that. So um, Benoit, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Thank you very much, Jonathan, for having me. It was a very nice talk. <laughs> yes, fan- fantastic. So um, we're going to be also sending out some further details to subscribers to UK Investor Magazine emails um, about Bitcoin uh, Point in the coming days. So do check that out as well. Thank you very much. Thank you.
We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.